Greetings everyone and welcome back to the Egolution podcast. I haven't been here for a little while um, and not because I don't want to at all. I'm actually trying to find more space and time to do more of what I love and um, yes, teaching yoga and planning and running retreats is a huge part of that but I've realised that the communicative arts, writing and now I'm learning um, speaking um, have a like maybe even more special place uh, in my heart if you've been on any of my trainings or courses or retreats you'll know that um, my favorite part is always the philosophy where we discuss where we talk where we elaborate on feelings and experiences and um, for me this podcast uh, is an outlet for doing that also um, beyond and outside of the retreat spaces so I wanted to speak a little bit uh, this week um, about teachers. If you've been following my story for a while now, you'll know that I have actually written another book uh, besides of Egolution. Um, and it's through writing that, that Egolution was even born. And this book is about my like self-healing experience and looking for guidance and often seeking out um, the teachings of a master or an education platform even as I've explained before I was just 19 when I well I was 18 when I dropped out of university after a three whole month period of um, giving the expected path for me a try and I I had fun Uh, I enjoyed it I I like learning very much but it just wasn't for me it wasn't a structure that worked for for my flow for my spirit and I think firstly because of being so young and secondly because of the experiences I had as a child as a teenager with the problems with my body as I really wanted guidance I wanted to be told how to live my life Um, and so whether I knew it or not I went off on a self-study mission I learned about myself um, and I did spend time alongside um, some really interesting and incredible um, teachers masters shamans monks and I learned a lot from them, but what I learned the most, and this is one of the biggest topics in The Butterfly Awakening, which is going to be published in the right moment, <laughs> um, is that teachers come in so many different forms. Now, if I look at the mainstream approaches that I took for studying and learning, uh, if I look at the teachers that I met along the way in those establishments, um, Yes, I did start three different university degrees. (laughs) No, I didn't fully complete any of them. Um, But if I look at that as a a lesson, I can see that a certain type of education system which works for many did not work for me. And um, I can place many people I know or many students I've had, many teachers I've had in this similar equation. They've had this experience where they are looking for some teachings and it hasn't worked for them. Uh, And that's totally fine. And if I look at the teachers that really have made an impact on my life, that have taught me incredible uh, lessons, have they've been guides. They've been teachers that also haven't lived a mainstream lifestyle, that haven't um, had the education system that was kind of expected for them. And I would actually like to spend more time on this podcast um, if I can introduce them to you, then introducing you to some of these incredible teachers. Unfortunately... um, while I'm 
my most impactful teacher he passed away last year and um, but I'll definitely tell you some of his stories eventually but yeah if I, I I really think of them they've done it differently they have been um strict I like a strict teacher I like a teacher that tells me puts me in my place because sometimes I can be a little outspoken um but yeah they've also introduced something different something new a different outlet that inspires me to grow you know I often get people asking me like how I have this positive outlook on life and it's not because I haven't had um, painful experiences I really really have but from a yogic perspective in order to overcome the strains of duality uh, and duality is the way that we live our lives in general um, ups and downs highs and lows yes and no hot and cold good and bad pain and pleasure in order to kind of overcome that and it's not to say that I don't experience pain and I don't experience pleasure I like pleasure and obviously I experience pain because it is the the dualistic the oppositional experience but it is because I take on the perspective of everything in life being a lesson everything that we are confronted with being a teacher in life we can read as many books watch as many documentaries watch as many YouTube channels as we we like and we can learn a lot from that for sure but these books have just been written by someone um, who may have learned something from another teacher some facts and figures they may be a scientist it might be someone writing their own story it might be someone writing their opinion their views um, which is great it gives us some different and new perspectives so these perspectives become information and information like I said is great however in order to um, absorb real knowledge in order to grow in wisdom we must have either some a very reliable source that we can fully fully trust um, with the uh, support of our own logic and reason um, or from a yogic perspective it would be the scriptural texts, so very reliable ancient scriptural texts. Or finally, pratyaksha, which is experience. And experience is the main form of reliable and wisdom-forming knowledge. So, with this in mind, of course, we can have a teacher, we can have someone that we can look to for guidance, for information. We can have a guru, guru, the, the real translation of which is to shine light upon, so someone that can shine light upon our experiences, guide us in the correct way, or we can have our experiences and learn from them, and these experiences become our teachers. You know, we can learn from movement, we can learn from stillness, we can learn from looking at nature. Nature has its perfect form, everything is moving in its perfectly rhythmic dance. And this can sound poetic, of course, um, but poetry really does come from putting artistic structure behind an experience or a perspective or a view. A balance of formation of, of words, of experiences. So next time you have, we have, I have a experience, I invite you to bring about the perspective of how can I learn from this? How can I make this experience my teacher? How can I grow from this? How can this um, increase the gratitude that I have within me? How powerful is gratitude from changing a perspective of pain, of suffering, of victimization? Because, you know, if we have... A difficult experience it is easy to become a victim and that's not to suggest that people can't go through their experiences and and mourn or suffer 
to an extent, but in order to grow from it, in order to move forward from it, in order to heal from the experience, rise like a phoenix from the ashes. We have to look at the positive, uh, and that's not just to say to be a positive poly and be very annoying and, and forget the suffering because the suffering is part of the experience. It is part of our world of duality. Um, but in order to grow and move beyond the suffering, um, we must find uh, the positive in that we have learned, we have grown, we can find ways to not experience that, um, that suffering in the same way again. You know, for a long time, I didn't want to tell anyone um, the experiences that I had a, a, as a child or as a teenager. I didn't want to tell people that I'd had problems with my body because part of it is that I didn't want people to feel sorry for me or give me pity or perceive me as weak. I think my, one of my biggest healers was that I look at that experience as, as an amazing lesson, as I look at it as something that catalyzed me to work in the work that I do. It inspired me to move country and rewrite my story and live a life differently to what was expected of me. And maybe that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have those specific challenges growing up. Now what I do is share my story and inspire others to heal themselves and I couldn't think of a greater blessing. I think that another way that I um, found this perspective within me is after spending so much time in, in different cultures um, and seeing the way that people live. It inspired me massively uh, and actually I way prefer living in a, in a simple environment with less things, with less clothes, with less um, furniture, with less people <laughs> around. Uh, the simplicity of living to me creates a far more blissful experience. I have friends who um, have become great teachers in that they've inspired me, you know, from Nepal, India, Mexico, Thailand who live in, I'm trying to find the way to say this without sounding derogatory at all because I'm actually not, I, I want to elevate these people with the way that they've taught me but from a, I could say, narrow-minded Western perspective these people are living in poverty. It looks like poverty because that is how we've been educated that poverty looks, you know, in simple homes made of mud or cow dung or corrugated iron um, and I've lived like this by choice, you know, with my friends, with my uh, soul family. And maybe the first time I arrived in these environments, I was like, whoa, okay, this is, this is really different. Um, but I've had apartments in Western countries, you know, renting spaces, which to me was just like elaborately, like way too much. And um, of course, I'm trying to find the balance of that. Now I'm grounding myself back in the UK and living a more Western lifestyle um, but the way these people live um, and the way that they live their life is through spirit spiritual practices are part of their daily life these people if I'm going to compare they are at peace they of course experience human suffering just like we do in the West but they have the gift of simplicity they live by the gift of simplicity the less they have the more joy they have. Why? Because they don't need to think about all those other things. They don't need to think about the Western ways of paying bills, um, being a contributor of fast fashion, of who can get the biggest gift at Christmas or on birthdays, of who has the best car, of who has the most designer labels. So long as there is meals on the tables, that there is a roof over the head, so long as the basic joys are experienced enough, this is sufficient. 
And by saying this, I'm not by any means saying that having these things is wrong. Um, I strongly disagree. Um, if this is what brings joy to an individual, then fine. But I think what strongly needs to be considered is the level of stress or anxiety that is created um, behind the gaining of these material goods, of material wealth. Like, what is being done to get it? And uh, how does it make the individual feel on a daily basis? And once these material goods or items are um, received, what happens? Is there a longing for more and more and more? What is this item or what is this longing teaching us? Because this longing is also a teacher. This is another form of the great teacher. Um, and if this longing is creating dis-ease on a regular basis, then this is where disease is born. Disease is a consequence of this constant dis-ease, this constant stress, this constant worry, this constant running and chasing and looking for more and more and more. This creates addiction. You know, if we, we're constantly needing more, 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 more. Addictions happen and addictions control lives. So... Yeah, it's an opportunity to kind of step back, look at ourselves and say, what is this experience teaching me? How can I grow from this? Is there a way for me to evolve? So yeah, the reason why I'm sharing it today is because, um, well, for me, the experience that I'm in right now is resettling back into a Western lifestyle, um, but really bringing those lessons from my teachers from the east my teachers not just the ones that were in classrooms and taught me how to do yoga poses or taught me about the philosophy of yoga but the ones who showed me the philosophy of life who I learned the simplistic lifestyle from and how to keep that here how to stay humble in this western world um, how to align the middle path uh, in whatever I do so teachers have many forms. What form are you finding your teachers in today? Know thy ego, know thyself. Egolution.